everybody. Welcome back to another episode of State of the Union. If you're listening online, put down that damn app, get on YouTube and watch it because we're doing another video episode with none other than Cody Duet of Like Super. Cody, thank you for being on the show, man. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. Uh, so I guess go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, you know, how you kind of got into this whole game to begin with. It was a store called Pivot Foot. You remember Pivot Foot? No. So, like, I grew up in Lafayette, so I'm oh, far okay. removed from all this stuff. Are you yeah. from Baton Rouge? No, Lafayette. I transplanted to Baton Rouge seven years ago, so. Okay, no, then you would have missed Pivot Foot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, in 2006, maybe it was 2007, because I didn't find the store right away. Mm-hmm. I, uh. I found sneaker politics on MySpace. Yeah. I like, I, I remember finding it on MySpace and like, whoa, like he had this picture, like, it's like, oh man, like I can see it. It's clear as day. And it's like, he had the photo and it's like, you could see that the walls were lime green. Uh, yeah. So, oh, the Lafayette store. I remember and I, that. And I had just got, I had, I was like, I was a year into college and I had just got back on the Nike talk real heavy. Yeah. Um, cause I, I, I really, I got away from sneakers, uh, 15 16 17 just mm-hmm. just wasn't interested and i got and got, got back into it senior year uh, just like boredom senior year and when i got to college just like bored at school yeah. didn't like lsu so i was like looking for things to do so i wouldn't get a job and i figured oh, i just go work in foot action you know i can sell sneakers mm-hmm. i had going in there a guy had sold me on the i think i bought the jordan 21s okay the ones with the removable pods yeah. oh yeah yeah because at that point like i was still really into like I was always into like getting the latest ones. Like yeah, when yeah. when retros first came out, I didn't I didn't get it. Like well, it wasn't for me. Like I remember being a kid seeing the cement threes on the shelves, like in South in a Southland Mall in Homa, because that's around where I'm from. Okay. And uh I never forget, man, I got the uh the the tour yellow fours, the white the white the white fours with the yellow and black accents oh, yeah. with the removable yeah, yeah. tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they made them the first time. Mm-hmm. I got those in the mall. 2006 i believe mm-hmm. uh on sale super cheap they still had 2001 ones on the shelf sitting there in the mall so, five years later and that's the thing i wasn't up on it at the time but everything i read is like people from the time saying that yeah when they started retroing ones retro culture wasn't really a thing yet so it was still you still wanted the latest and greatest you weren't nostalgic for something just nah, yet nah man because like you got to think like uh the 16s, the ones in the briefcase, right? The Air Jordan 16s. Yeah. It's called the Shroud, and it comes in the briefcase. Right, yeah. He's back with the Wizards at that point. Like, I didn't, I wasn't, like, sneakers for me, like, it was a style thing, but it was an on-the-court style thing. Like, I didn't wear basketball sneakers off the court as a yeah. kid. I wore Air Max and, like, uh, Air Walks. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my first pair of shoes was Air A Walks. lot of, air, like, man, I, I probably own, like, a dozen pair of all white air max 90s in my life i just it was like a, i was like i grew up in a small town and mm-hmm. like the style was very preppy you know it's like yeah, abercrombie yeah. and stuff mm. uh and i uh i always kind of found fashion on tv because like again it's a small town yeah and it, it just wasn't like looking the way you wanted to look was very not easy living in a small town yeah you know so uh I, I went totally off tangent, but going back to that, uh, so I find sneaker politics on MySpace, drive out to Lafayette, go check that out. And at that point, I'm like on Google, like sneaker boutique. Like I'd never even heard the term. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't know. And like, first of all, the term boutique was still kind of new. I always associated that as a growing up as like exactly the way it sounds like a dainty room, yes. white, pink, yeah. maybe it's Posh. dresses. Yeah. 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 Boutique. Yeah. Right. The idea of like sneakers and at that time it's like what the, they were trying to do that 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 mesh of like sneakers and blazers and stuff. like you know, uh, yeah. yeah I was like I was like I guess like oh I guess the sneakers can be dressy. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was cool because I had read for years like on Nike like I followed the retro of the eleven in two thousand one mm-hmm. the same year that they retroed the ones mm-hmm. yeah. I followed that on Nike Talk for years because when they came out in 96, I got the Concords as a kid. <clears throat> but there's no internet. So I found out that there was an all-black pair with the red bottom. Oh, the way you yeah. find out in real life. Some other kid got them. And mm-hmm. like 
I remember my parents brought me to the store, the one small store that we had in our town that would get them, right? And it was like the first time I'd ever gone to the store. And it's like, oh, no, they're sold out. I'm like, mm-hmm. they're sold out? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. No, for real, I was like, what do you mean? Like, so you guys aren't getting any more? You can't order them? Yeah. Like, like the same questions that people ask. You come, come to the store and say, you, you can't order me no Yeezys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But this is 1996. And like, I, I still remember, I remember like crying, like, mm. like bawling, like, like un, un being unconsolable. Yeah. Um, so like that was I'd have been ten in ninety six. Mm-hmm. So by the time I was like twelve or thirteen is when I found Nike Talk. Like when the internet came about, and Nike Talk at that point is just people like in major cities, like these yeah. dudes who are like the probably like realistically the guys who like are the reason why sneaker culture is the way it is. Like mm-hmm. I'd say it's like them, then a generation of kids like me in other towns who found it on the internet, right? Yeah. Um. And they're like, yeah, they're retro in these shoes. They're re-releasing them. And I just remember thinking like, oh, my God. This is so crazy. Like, Finally. I've been waiting all this time. No, like, for real. Like, holy yeah. shit. And Because yeah. I got my start in trading cards. Like, I say I got my start. My cousin gave me a 1992 Michael Jordan Skybox in 92 when I was six in a little frame. He framed it. And he's like, here, this is for you. I'm like, what's this? And he's like, it's a basketball card. I'm like. What's it do? <laughs> and he's What's like, oh, for? well, he's like, it's Michael Jordan. I'm like, who's that? And, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. he's like, this is what Michael Jordan is. Uh, and a basketball. Well, I think I actually, I lie. I think I had just been introduced recently into the Michael Jordan thing mm-hmm. and got like into it. So he mm-hmm. got me that as a gift. And I'm like, so what do I do with this? So I just put it on my shelf. He's like, well, it's worth money. I'm like, how much money? He's like, well, it'll probably go up in value. I was like, well, how much did you pay for it? He's like, I got out of a pack. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh. So he explains the whole, like, you buy a pack for two, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it was, $2. And if, you know, they're all worth different values. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me you spent $2 and this is worth 20 or whatever? And I was like, that, yeah, ding, yeah, ding, 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 ding. Push, yeah. <laughs> and I, like, you know, I am so much of that generation I wanted to be like Mike. Like, wanting to be like Mike. So, like, especially because I'm adopted, man. Like, Michael Jordan didn't look like my parents, and I didn't look like my parents. I didn't look like him, but he didn't look like them neither. And Mm -hmm. that just had, like, that. that's the kind of, like, the way it, 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 like, meshed in my brain. Um, I got into the sneakers because I was playing basketball because I wanted to be like Mike. But I always took really good care of my sneakers. Like I'm like I didn't wear them off the court. I I I probably wouldn't even wear my Jordans to practice. I'd only wear them for games because in my mind, basketball cards are worth something. Everything that's associated yeah. with this guy yeah. is going to be go worth on. something. And then it's a bit morbid. I was like, when he dies, yeah, that's true. And you see it with Kobe. You saw you saw it. Oh yeah, with Kobe. yeah, that's the exact same thing. Um. So I'm back to Nike Talk and uh, back to 2006 and I'm Googling sneaker boutiques. And sure enough, there's one right here up in Baton Rouge where I'm at. Yeah. So I drive over to Town Center and at the, t- the time Town Center was brand new. I think the Town mm-hmm. Center was like a year old. And sure enough, it's a place called Pivot Foot. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a sneaker boutique. It's a mm-hmm. basketball term. And his store was the very first sneaker store that wasn't Foot Locker that I ever spent extensive time in. Mm. And that's where I got my first job okay. outside of the mall was Pivot Foot. He and Derek at Sneaker Politics were like running the same race at the exact same time. And I can only say that. And uh, forgive me, Derek, I'm not trying to put your business out there. Yeah. Um, we both got our Nike accounts at the same time. Mm-hmm. 2006. Because mm-hmm. when uh, I think that's the year Derek opened, I, I, I hadn't been there. I, I didn't start working at Pivot Foot 2007. Um, but when I, the first time I went in there, he had Adidas, Reebok. Adidas, Reebok. New Balance? Didn't have New Balance. Adidas, Reebok, and Creative Recreation. Oh, wow. And one other thing, that's what Pivot Foot had. And Derek's big thing, the first time I went in his, is he had the streetwear, which Pivot Foot did not have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had all his personal stuff and greedy genius. I, yeah, I've heard that story. Uh, so as he gets his Adidas and Reebok, it's like he got Adidas and Reebok. We got Adidas and Reebok. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Nike rolls around. And like I still remember the, I still remember meeting our Nike rep. Mm-hmm. Like Nike rep would come. He had a duffel bag full of left shoes. Yeah, <laughs> he just left. All size nine. Yeah. And uh, we, I remember when our Nike rep left. I can't think of his name for nothing, but he, the, he, the way he phrased it, like, going to Portland. 
Oh, yeah. So he got a promotion. You know, he, was, he, oh, he wasn't a sales rep anymore. Um, but I worked at Pivot Foot. I got on with Pivot Foot with Courtney Howes, who does the dope game. I don't think I know who that is. She's from Baton Rouge. Okay. And from Brandon Williams, who does claim of stories. I also don't know who that is. He's from Baton so Rouge. Yeah. I mean, yes. You Brandon Brandon has his own podcast, which is huge. Right okay. Now. Yeah. You check that out. Claim yeah. a, a C L A like claim, but with an A at the end. Okay. Um, so it was us three and what was my girl's name? There was one other girl who worked with us, but she she left when it was me, Brandon, and Courtney. And then we were for a guy named uh Cy Cy Parker. Okay. Cy Parker. Um Cy's mother in law is one Sharon Broom, Mayor Sharon Broom. Oh yeah, yeah. My my first boss is son-in-law of the mayor. And I thought, <laughs> so like no funny, pressure. Funny story, right? Uh, I'm about to tell the story. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so working together for a year, uh, I was there for about a half a year, and he tells me, Cody, I got some bad news. Sarah's pregnant, which was his fiance at the time, and mm-hmm. they, I believe, they had a child already together. Mm-hmm. And now Sai is like 29 at this time. He was okay. a little younger than I am now, and he's like, "Now nah, I got X amount of dollars left for the business." He's like, "Now nah, I can keep this in the business." And like I said, we had we had gotten I think like three or four Quick Strike Nike packs at that time. Okay, that didn't sell out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know we're getting it. You know mm-hmm. it's what's on the blog. Blog, yeah, one <laughs> singular. It's it on like hi- it's on hype beast. I think Nice Kicks was still selling fake shoes at this time. You know, <laughs> well, no, do you like Nice Kicks used to be a fake website? Well, it, it was rep. Didn't it start as a blog? No, Nice Kicks. Nice, nice kicks. kicks. Nice Kicks started as a, but I'm I'm almost one. And I, I, no offense, Nice Kicks. Uh, one of the like the major sneaker blogs started like they. I want to say that they they got the domain from someone who. Like the domain was originally like fake, because like because oh, okay. in two thousand five, two thousand six, like all that like jo- Jordans, uh, like a uh, nice kicks, right, kicks yeah. for sale, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. It's all like it's all clear Jordans, you know, SpongeBob mm-hmm. Jordans and stuff. <laughs> um, so he's like, yo, he's like, I could put the money into the business. I think we'll do fine. He's like, but I got a got a kid on the way, and like you know, we just talked mm-hmm. about how like I just became a father. I told I one thousand, I got it at the time, mm-hmm. but I one thousand one million percent. Get where he's coming yeah, from yeah, now. Yeah, so he was gonna sell the store to Derek, mm. and uh, this is like this. The story gets really long, but lo- what ended up happening is I met the guys from Refresh, and they ended up buying Pivot Foot. Mm-hmm. So sneaker politics, Baton Rouge would have happened in 2007 originally, yeah. uh, but instead, Refresh Baton Rouge happened right before Refresh New Orleans happened. So that's how I ended up at Refresh. Okay, gotcha. So from there, then where did you go? What was between uh, Pivot Foot and like uh, like Sushi getting started? Uh, I spent see, spent eight years with a uh, running a store called Refresh mm-hmm. with uh, my business partner uh, with Wayne. And, uh, yeah, with my business okay. partner like Sushi Wayne, and uh, we left in early 2016. Uh, kind of we were both kind of done with retail to be honest yeah kind of burnt out on that like we used to work a lot of hours um he went he spent spent the middle part of that year focusing on uh like just like taking back i guess you'd say like going back into his like his his true field which is like brand direction graphic design okay. stuff like that gotcha. which is what he's doing with french truck coffee right now okay. and uh Man, I was going through some like really serious personal stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. I uh, that's actually the same time I got rid of all of my sneakers. Oh wow! Yeah, I uh, I currently to this day own uh, these on my feet. Both the fear of gods, Mickey Mouse band, five seven pair of shoes. Yeah. Wow. So you you got out of it, out of it. You were like, I'm done with sneakers for a while now. Oh, uh, man. What happened was, real quick, my my fiance, my, my fiance right now, she and I split up. We were living together. A uh, number of reasons, but uh, one one of them was that I worked a little too much. And that's yeah. just true. This is what's true. And uh, when I kind of had my own little nervous breakdown about it, the biggest thing I took away from it personally was – this was this is what people were talking about when they're saying like you can lose things if you're not paying attention. Blah, 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 blah. So I kind of got really disgusted with myself, and in turn got really disgusted with the things that I thought had led to the situation, which mm. I felt were like self-centeredness, 
which was bare, which was like delved deeply in like materialism and like ego and image. And I looked up one day, man, and we talked about this a little earlier about like wanting to be like Mike, like really mm-hmm. falling into yeah. that. I had this shrine to Michael Jordan in my room in this form of all these sneakers, right? Mm. And then I walked around my apartment. I didn't have a single photo of myself up. I didn't have a single photo of her and I up. I didn't have my college diploma up. And I was like, I got a shrine to this man in my room. And I was like, I don't have a single. I was like, I'm celebrating his life and his accomplishments every day. Every time I put on a pair of shoes, mm-hmm. every time, you know, blah, blah, blah in my work. I was like, and but what about me? Like, really, what about me? Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. I'm over it. I uh, I started parting. First, I got rid of the stuff that I never wore that I didn't want. Yeah. Then I got rid of stuff that I, like, when I got into, like, really got into sneaker collecting, like, and bought, like, SBs. Like, I probably had about a dozen, two dozen SBs, all mm-hmm. that are all, like, on StockX for $1,500 right now. Yeah. I had them in size eight and a half and nine. I, oh, I was doing yeah. the math on the drive over here. Probably in its peak, my 250 pairs of sneakers, like, if, if I would have played it smart and parted them all out in the last like year or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably got like a $75,000 sneaker collection. Just because I know there's a good 50 in there that were uh, of the 250, there's a good 50 that are all have fetched a thousand dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, easy. That's crazy. And I think maybe part of me thought four or five years ago that that was the high moment. So, you know, it's mm. a little bit of short sightedness. Yeah. You know? Still could see it though. But, it, but it's hard. Cause like, even right now it feels like the high moment, but like five years from now, yeah, who knows? This might feel like even it wasn't even there yet. Three years ago when I had Union, I thought that was the high moment. Yeah. I had already sold all my sneakers at that point. Mm-hmm. The last sneak, look, you know, it's funny. You know what? I sold in Union. I put all of my Ye- Nike Yeezys for sale. Yeah. All the, the whole first set mm-hmm. and my seven fi- my, the first color in the 750s. I wish I'd have kept my 750s because I think... I'll tell you why I sold the Nike Yeezys. So, like, everybody loves the blanks, the black ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are cool, and everybody loves the tan ones. The best Nike Yeezy to me is the first one. The the gray. Yeah. With, the Zen gray. With the pink and the orange yeah. interior. Like, and but I just never had my size. I had a nine that was too big. I had an eight that was too small. Like, mm. that was a shoe that you needed your exact size. So, it's like I needed an eight and a half. So, I sold those. And then with my uh, my 750s. I just figured, like, fuck, man, we just opened in this store. I need to get people in the Needs, door. Yeah, yeah, you need a reason for people to be coming <laughs> hey, in. Yeah, yeah so I just I was like, who like, way to get some foot traffic? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that shit, those are still like two grand right now. I yeah, think. yeah, those are still expensive. Um, so I guess that's a good talking point, though, for anyone that doesn't know. Union Street Shop was your sneaker and streetwear resale store that you had open here in New Orleans. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy How did that come about? Like, what uh, made you want to start that store? Uh, Gary V, uh, round two and, yeah. uh, nothing to do. Uh, so when I left, when we left refresh, I, uh, like I said, I was going through some things. So I spent a lot of time like by myself, me and my dog, um, mm-hmm. Lou. Yeah. Louie. Lou. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I saw the sticker. Yeah. I saw y'all did a sticker of Louie. Uh, Louie. Shout out. Um, <laughs> and, uh, man, there was this clip of Gary V going around where he was like, everybody's lazy. Go to a garage sale, buy random shit. I remember that. that, that, that. We yeah, yeah. were talking to Charlemagne all the time at that time, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm like, who is this dude? Yeah. I was like, who? First of all, who is this dude who thinks that he can talk? Like, like who is who's who dude think he is? Yeah. And after like the fourth or fifth time I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's so easy, huh, Gary V? Like, and I'm going through my own shit. I'm like, oh, you think it's so fucking easy, huh, Gary yeah. V? All right, I got you. So I emptied my closet out. I was like, I'm gonna put all this on eBay, Gary V. Didn't make no money the first day. It was just clothes I hadn't worn since college. It was like six, seven-year-old clothes, Urban mm-hmm. Outfitters, Gap, Polo, shit like that. Yeah. I woke up the next morning, I had made 11 bucks. Rich. And I was like, well, what I thought to myself is like, all right, uh, shipping is going to be $2. It's first class. eBay is going to take $1.10. Yeah. I was like, seven bucks. I was like, and that's Canes. <laughs> I was like, that's I got Canes. dinner today. I was like, that's a meal. I was like, I got 55 items listed. I was like, so many box combos. I was yeah. like, man, that's so much canes. But really, that's how I was like, I, like at the time, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to make $7 to $10 an item. So I'm like, okay, if nothing else, I sell all these items. That's 50 items. So I was like, I was like, damn near. That's like, damn near a month worth of, that's like, that's a month worth of breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. I was you like, you got to worry about. Mm-hmm. Next, the second day, I made like $18. Mm-hmm. So it's like, once I saw some success, I was like, okay, he's not full of shit. I get it. It's just a good slogan, and it's kind of the truth. I hit the thrift. Uh, 
I had never thrifted, but I knew. I I mean, I I knew I knew what looked good. And yeah, shit like that. You uh, had an eye for it. That brand, uh, Volmon was out. A lot of people pronounce it Vetements. I was just about to say, yeah, yeah, Vol-Mall. that's how I've always heard it. Yeah, Volmon. Mm. And they remember they were doing the champion flip. The cha- they, they they had the green. Yeah, hook. this yeah, is yeah. right. This is right when Kanye was wearing. The, it's just right. Just right. Just 2016 is like the peak of like Kanye and the Kardashians yeah. and all that, right? Mm. And everybody wanted the Vol Mall. had flipped the champion logo to say Vol Mall. And this oversized green, oversized green hoodie with yeah. short body, long arms, right? Yeah. Yes. I found the champion hoodie like that, the actual champion one, an older one, heavy, mm-hmm. reverse knit, to a 14 ounce fleece in green in 2X in a thrift, right? But it looked like the Vol one because it had been shrunk by whoever owned it. Yeah. So the arms were still like of a decent length but it was short had that look i got that for seven bucks i sold that in 24 hours for 130 bucks to germany wow and i was like at the end i did that in the first week and i was like oh yeah he's right i got this something yeah i pulled like two pyrex shirts out the thrift got 150 bucks a piece for on those and i just man i just by the end of the summer 2016 wayne's like I had been telling. I I'll never forget. I was with my. I was with uh, me, Wayne, and a friend. We're at. Uh, where were we at? We were in line to get food. Where were we? Canes. No, we weren't. <laughs> it was for. It was because it was. Uh, it was like Fourth of July, 2016. We're at the joint getting barbecue. Okay. And I'm like, that's how much money I made so far this month, Wayne, on eBay. Peep me out. It was like 500 bucks, July 4th. He's like, you serious? I'm like, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. So Wayne started thrifting just because like, he, 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 like I just, like the, the, the Rubik's Cube, right? Yeah, I've yeah. had those lying around for years. Once Wayne solved it, his brother Justin solved it. And once I had to look at my solved Rubik's Cubes that I couldn't solve in here, I had to do it. So mm. that's how me and Wayne do each other. Yeah. So that, so like, man, he starts thrifting. He emptied his closet out. He's making money. But then Wayne starts making faster sales than me because I'm just taking photos. Black, 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 black. Wayne taking like these stylized editorial oh, style photos on the ground, like we used to take at Refresh. Yeah. I'm like, this motherfucker, <laughs> Wayne. I'm like, but I'm gonna take that from him. Yeah. So I up, I upgraded my whole eBay, updated all the photos. Not really rolling. I'm like, yeah. Wayne, the thrift store. I was like, because we open a thrift store. It'll have crazy turnover. Mm-hmm. People will always, and at this point, I'm I'm following. I knew about the dudes from round two because yeah. of Alfred Banks. You know guys familiar with Alfred Banks? Alfred what? Banks makes music in town. That name sounds so familiar. Shout out Alfred Banks. Yeah. Uh, he had been going to round two in Virginia. He used to tell me like, oh, oh Cody, wow. I love man. This is a store, man. I get the, they they sell me like the retro Jordans used yeah. for like 90 bucks. And like he was, he's been telling me this is like 15, 14, whatever, like yeah. 2014. I'm like, I remember thinking like, I don't give a shit about those James <laughs> Jordans. <laughs> like, I, look, I've never personally, I'm, I, I think I, I personally only owned one pair of U shoes in my life. But mm-hmm. we'll get to that. And so, like, I'm watching Gary Vee. So now I'm spending all my time on YouTube. I'm like, I'm hooked. Gary Vee got me, you know? Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. I'm on Gary Vee. I think I'm still subscribed to Gary Vee's YouTube channel. <laughs> still getting it. But, and I guess, like, that YouTube algorithm, I guess they, they, they on my phone, they know I'm thrifting, right? Yeah. So now, all of a sudden, the round two show, which I had seen before, mm-hmm. starts popping up. So now I'm watching that, and I'm like, it's a good show, man. These dudes are- Yeah, yeah. I've watched a lot of it myself. I was like, you know, like, they got a good, like, you can tell they're really friends. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I thought, I always felt like he, he, he really, like, I always liked that about them dudes. I felt like- Sean Witherspoon and uh, the uh, the I think it's the Russo, There's Chris Russo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought that those dudes did a tremendous job of being really likable, yeah. easy to like dudes. Yeah, yeah, and what they were doing was not rocket science. They just made something that was kind of trivial feel very fun mm-hmm. and welcoming, and it looked like for all intents and purposes, it looked like they were turning over a lot of product. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We ain't got this in New Orleans. I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling Wayne, like, yo, man, I think we should look into that. The next day we found you, he was walking by, he sends me the location to Union Street Shop, like where Union was. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I don't want to be on this dead-end <laughs> ass street. I wanted parking, man. We were looking at a space over by UNO in a okay. shopping center. Yeah, yeah. I wanted parking, man. I paid so many parking tickets in the first quarter of my life. <laughs> Dealing with those dealing just for with, your own reason, yeah. Dealing yeah. with those little evil parademons in them blue shirts. <laughs> I don't got no love for them. I don't want to apologize. No shout outs I don't want to apologize. Unshout out you. Mm, yeah. Shoo. But uh but 
the 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 landlord for that property was a clown too mm. and the people on union street hey that was like three blocks from my house it was, so it was like our little neighborhood and it was like they really wanted us in there like they mm -hmm. were that was the first shout out to caesar my old landlord uh on union street because he's the first guy to ever give me a chance to open my own business first guy i ever felt like didn't judge me because i was young mm -hmm. or of the way wayne and i looked like me and wayne have had ha me and wayne had a handshake deal to open our own spot in 2014 guy goes to france with his wife tells us like hey me and my wife are going on vacation order all your inventory blah 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 we'll get rolling when we get back and then he dodged me for a week come to find out he made another deal while he was in france with someone and rather than just let me know that, had me chasing him around, like, yeah. like yeah. you know, so good around. thing we didn't order all our inventory. Shit. However, we did order a, we did get a bunch of shirts printed for like sushi, which was only making hats at that time. So that's yeah. how like sushi started making clothes. <laughs> we, had a, we had ordered inventory for a store that didn't fucking happen. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have shirts. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So man, by the end of that year, um, I'm thinking about you know doing the spot and uh we found union and i had another friend who was into things and he wanted to just invest a little bit of money into something mm -hmm. and i was like well look man i'm gonna do this regardless i was like you want to be our partner i was like all i, all I was like all, all, all i need though is two two promises full mm -hmm. creative control and full fucking creative control yeah i was like i was like full creative control and full operational control i was like you look at the books all day long yeah. i was like but i'm not having nobody tell me how to do this yeah absolutely i was like if that's the case i'll just keep flipping on ebay yeah yeah and that's how we got the store open man. yeah and how long did it it ran for two three years uh a week before christmas 2016 till halloween night 2019 okay got yeah so about three years there so yeah yep Getting started, was it you? Well, you had already sold all your shoes at that point. So, how were you getting inventory at that point? It was just buying well, all from the friends? clothes, man. Uh, we probably had a thousand plus items of clothes at yeah. that time. The partner that joined in with us, he shit. Now, now, <laughs> now I look crazy. I was like, look, bro, you got to sell your sneakers. This shit is like, like this, it, it, like the, you, and to my defense. All the stuff he had, he didn't have anything that would be more valuable now. Gotcha. But it was like he had a bunch of stuff. Like, if he'll never, I don't think he'll ever watch this, but if he does, yeah. don't get offended. He had a bunch of stuff that they got them suckers on. Like, he had all the GRs. He had like, oh, yeah. he had like the, the, the cherry, the cherry, the, the gray. There's another thing. I hate these nicknames. He had the 13s, the, the 13s with like the maroonish. Like not they they were meant to be the red ones with the the red thir you know you know the original thirteens with the red the I know red, those yeah then they did those retro ones with like the gray toe and the maroon oh uh, the gray, yeah he had like those he had he had the uh, the lab the patent leather lab mm -hmm. fours oh, the yeah. patent leather lab fives yeah. he had just like he he had got caught up like a lot of people what I consider in that era of when Nike was like testing out to see yo can we release every week. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, can we pick a model a year and just whore it out? Yeah, you know, like this year's gonna be the four, and we're gonna drop fifty-five Air Jordan fours. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was basically telling him, like, look, man, you wanna like he he said he was he was kind of getting over it. He kind of leaned that way. I'm like, look, now no better time than that than now. Mm -hmm. I was like, keep the ones you want to keep, you know, and we should get rid of the rest of these. Um, I think we bought a. I go to Foster. They 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 mm. they sold me some some. I went pick out stuff that I thought was cool that mm -hmm. they had on sale. I was like, look, man, you got this stuff on sale. You let me buy a couple pairs. I was like, I think they look good. Like, I just yeah. need, I just need. I learned that. That was one of the lessons I learned at Refresh. Is like sometimes people try and be too too cute and outsmart themselves. And I mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that. I was like. <gasps> I'm probably gonna have a bunch of people come in here from December 17th to New Year's Eve. Well, I'm, that's what I'm hoping, right? You know, yeah. it's Christmas rush. I just don't want them to think I got three pairs of shoes on the shelf. Right. I'd rather them see 50 pairs of mediocre shoes yeah, than, than, three. than three unattainable $500, $800 yeah. shoes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and man, it's, shout out New Orleans. Shout out everybody who shopped at Union Street Shop because mm. you guys showed me a ton of love yeah. and it was a really enjoyable experience. Um, but yeah, man, like we weren't even open the first day we were open. We had just, like, the store was ready. It was, yeah. like, the first time looking at it at night with the lights on. And yeah. somebody's like, yo, man, what's this? And we're like, oh, we're about to open a thrift store. Yeah. You're the first guy. Come on. <laughs> Come on in. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
Yeah. I miss those days so much because I mean, like, I found out about y'all when you did the pop up with Joe Fresh Goods. I don't know if you remember. That was the first time I came over. I didn't. I didn't know that was the first time, but I remember the pop up with Joe Fresh Goods. How did that come about? Did he reach out to y'all for that? So we had. All right, we did a pop up with Joe in 2016. Okay. Where at? Just like a, its own thing, or was it? Okay. Uh. So. How did we get connected? Um. I can't remember how exactly we got connected mm-hmm. with Joe, but Free Water was throwing their very first event. Free okay. Water won forty ounce bounce with forty ounce van at the House mm-hmm. of Blues in okay. 2016. That was French Quarter Fest weekend, and they wanted to do like a Free Water weekend. And the thing they wanted to do is they wanted to bring Joe Fresh Goods down and do a pop up with Joe Fresh Goods. And we have a relationship with Joe because I uh, like I've been seeing Vic Lloyd. Who's yeah. the other who who yeah, does yeah. Fat Tiger with? Who they used to be leaders. I yeah. had been seeing Vic at the trade shows for years. Okay, and Vic was really cool with Mike Camargo, Upscale Vandal, on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know the name. Who used to be our BBC rep was all our BBC uh, rep. So I had met Vic that way. So I'd always kept in touch with him because they those guys have ties to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So Frankie and Marty at Freewater wanted to do a pop up with Joe Fresh Goods that weekend. Uh. And we were going to do it at Refresh, but there was just creative differences there. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we did was we did a pop-up out of a, a van, like a oh, wow. like a Chevy van, like a big yeah, white yeah. – like, we got photos of it. I'll send them to the you. The literal pop-up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Joe sold out all his stuff, and mm-hmm. they sold out all their stuff, and we sold a bunch of stuff. And I think Joe just liked – because the way we did it was, man, we literally parked on Decatur Street. Mm-hmm in a van and people were able to come up to Joe, dap him off, take photos and buy stuff from him. And if you listen to any interviews and stuff now, he's still like, that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. That's what he likes to do. So, uh, I don't remember how the second one came about. Hmm. I don't remember like how it came up, but like, it was just, I think, I think maybe we, I think, I think somebody saw that, he was doing like a little bit of a tour at the time, doing different major cities. I think Frankie and them had reached back out to him like, yeah, man, just bring him by. Like, it's going to be WrestleMania. He's like, you know, that's like, yeah. I know that he's like kind of in that world. So, yeah, it was just a no-brainer. Like, I just, and if nothing else, bro, I just want to hang out. Like, we just want to hang out again. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that is my favorite thing about this. Is like, mm-hmm. you meet people. Like, I met you guys. Mm-hmm. And like, you guys, like, I'm like, I consider you guys my friends now. Yeah. Like, we ain't got to hang out at each other's house every weekend. Yeah. We have a shared interest in something. And yeah. I'm sure the more we talk, there's more shared interest. Yeah. That's how it is with Joe. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. we bonded over, like, laughing about wrestling and smoking weed yeah. and rap music and getting fired from jobs and like people yeah. not listening you know it's like you have mutual experiences like i met cliff skywalker who's his friend mm-hmm. who is i had known about cliff for years because cliff was like this guy who was like important in the detroit scene with sneakers and music and culture and like i had seen that from afar tumblr myspace instagram nike talk all this mm-hmm. right so to meet that dude in person yeah. It was like, I felt like I knew him. I even told him as such. I'm like, bro, I've been following what you've been doing for years. Yeah. Like, I'm a fan. Like, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you. Mm-hmm. Bro, I met, and I don't like telling stories like this because they just like everybody, like people love to tell Al Bundy stories, right? <laughs> but man, like, I remember being at the Liberty trade show in, I, I, I hate these years because I get them wrong, but John Elliott did his one and only year of doing the trade shows. Okay. He was showing. The shit was sold. Like, it was the talk of the trade show. And I'm sitting in the middle of a trade show with Alan Onyea from Upscale Hype and Jerry Lorenzo, who's talking wow. about how he's about to, man, like, you know, he's about to do his own thing. Yeah. yeah. He got this, his, his own project in the works. Yeah. He was moving around with Kanye at the time. He the, This is like that yeah, Y, yeah. this is the Y3 black and white Adidas, mm-hmm. yeah, Jerry yeah. Lorenzo. Yeah, yeah. And like, nope. No, we're sitting in the middle of a trade show. Like, nobody's talking to Jerry Lorenzo. Like, nobody, nobody's coming up to Jerry Lorenzo for a photo. Right. On yeah, autograph. Yeah. Now. Hey, hey, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's, he's my favorite American designer right now. Him and John Elliott. Yeah. Because like his stuff's expensive and it's a little extravagant but it's still practical it's yes. uh, yeah i have i mean i have just some of the essentials pieces because i can't you know and that's what makes it cool too is that he, exa- yes he ra- recognized that there's an audience that wants access to my product probably can't justify that price point but and like, i don't want them to have the h&m knockoff exactly yeah yeah yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. like if you gonna have a if you gonna have a uh 
a pared down version of what I make is yeah. gonna be my pared down. I'm a pair. Yeah. I'm a pair that shit down. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna let somebody else do it. Like, yeah, I, I, no. but that's just that that type of that type of vision of being like, well, someone else is gonna do it. Why not? I do. Yeah. It. Why, why not? I do that? it at the same price point. Yeah. So you're gonna get the at least you're gonna get one. You're gonna get definitely a better quality than whatever the knockoff places are gonna be. Mm-hmm. So that type of vision. It's just weird to think, like you said, the, the story of being like at the show with him, and it's like right at the beginning of him yeah. being like, "Oh, something's coming." Yeah, because he was working then, with Kanye at the time. Like that's what he was talking about. He's yeah, like, yeah. you know, like um, what's funny is like I, what I remember about that trade show too is I remember seeing Joe. I remember seeing Joe at that trade show, and like that was like the last time I saw Joe, and he wasn't like, and not to say like he acts this way, but I'm saying like every time I saw Joe after that time that year. He was Joe fucking Fresh Goods. Oh, like, yeah. like, like people want to talk to Joe Fresh Goods. They yeah, jammed yeah. up Joe Fresh Goods. It was crazy. Like, so many people in that room, not including me, don't include myself in that at all, but so many people in that room, like, it was like it was like being in the it was like being in like the uh, that picture on Slam magazine with Kevin Garnett and, and oh, Kobe gosh. Bryant and Jason Kidd like yeah like I if nothing else man I feel extremely privileged for someone who wanted to do this and was a fan of it as in college like to have interacted with all these dudes who are phenomenally yeah, yeah. exceptionally successful like the I was talking about with a uh, one time at dinner it was me. Mike Camargo, Easy from RSVP, who works mm. with Travis Scott, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, Lely May, mm. uh, Vic from Leaders, the Cute. the young guy, uh, I can't think of his name. Oh, wait, no, he wasn't out in Cali. That was up in New York when I had this. I've just met so many people, man. Like so I, much potential and talent at that one and, table. And then it's like, and then you know, I was like, I'm proud to have known Derek from the jump because like yeah. Derek, Derek actually was the first person to let me put anything I had designed in his store. So it's like, again, like Mm -hmm. I I told you guys this off camera before, but like I got nothing but love and respect for Derek Curry on a personal level, Mm -hmm. personally, just Cody because of what he's done for Cody. Like, um, professionally, like the lines always get blurry. Like a lot of people like, you know, in this business, like it's a, it's a tough business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I personally, I got nothing but love for that guy because he was already on his way. And, uh, he didn't have to show me no love. And I don't think he sold a single one of them fucking shirts. <laughs> like, I don't think. Were I, they under the like sushi name or it was for, under the politics name? No, I had a brand called BSBCBU. Okay. Be safe, be cool, be you. Okay. Uh, uh, and, you know, I worked on that for a long time. It's, uh, there's still some people. People always like, bring it back, bring it back. <laughs> but I learned something with that brand. It's like. People got to be able to say your shit, bro. Like you don't want you don't want people being like BBSB. Well, yeah. I mean, you're talking to two guys who started a podcast named State of the Shunion, and then after one month was like, how about we just go by Shoe Podcast? Yeah. And like, so Instagram is just at Shoe Podcast. Website shoepodcast.com. I was like, ten times easier than try to tell someone how to spell yes. Shunion. Hey, Wayne loved the zine, man. Wayne. Oh, appreciate Wayne, it. Wayne, uh, Wayne, when I brought the zine over here, Wayne found the zine, and uh, he was like, oh, man, who did this? I'm like, oh, man, some guys used to shop at the store right now. Yeah, yeah, Oh, it's all good. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, that's how we get down, though. Yeah. We're live. It's chilling. It's cool. <laughs> that's how we get down. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, man, I, like, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you guys are doing it, and I'm glad that we're sitting here and doing it, like, at this level because mm-hmm. – uh, when we started our podcast, like, I just, I, I felt like people don't give themselves enough value. And that's mm-hmm. all I wanted to do with my podcast. I wanted to give you a platform to talk about yourself or what's going on in your life. And it's like, make it feel as big as you want it to feel. Yeah. I'm going to give you the platform. Mm-hmm. You can be as big as you want to. Cause like like I said like I'm sure there's some people who are gonna hear them story this story I just told you about all them guys and be like damn Cody that like no you up there and be like bro I'm never gonna view myself like that like at the end of the day I'm Cody I go home to my baby and my girl and that's yeah. like that's who I am mm-hmm. like that's like that's as simple as that like I can't view myself I can't view myself as anything more than that I just it, it don't feel right it, mm. it, it 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 I don't know maybe that's false humility i don't know well, I, mean, I, don't, I it really that hearing you say that really speaks because when we went to union i know it was my first time going i think that you had already been yeah and i was we were talking about it before you ended up getting here 
the same thing, like you said, the the your what you thought was the best uh, Nike Yeezy. Mm-hmm. We saw him sitting up top, mm-hmm. and we're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like it's crazy, you know? Like never in my life would I thought I would see those. And we're talking about them, you know, how cool they are. And you're like, oh, I mean, if you want, you know, I could take them down for you. You can check them out. And we're like, oh man, like don't worry about it. We're not gonna buy them. Like we do not have that yeah. kind of cash. Like we can't do it. And you were just like, no, nah, that's fine. Like you just, it, it was just, it which just. Hearing you talk and things like that, immediately, that's just the kind of person you are, the energy you put out. You're just like, hey, I like them. You like them. Y'all ain't going to buy them. That's fine. Check them out. Like, I probably will never, ever in my life be able to do that. But literally, walk into your store. You have no idea who I am. And you're just like, yeah, here you go. Here, hold this $2,000 pair of shoes. Do you you remember that day at all? I remember you saying it. Like, like, I, I remember meeting... I remember meeting you now, now that you yeah, say that. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that, man, because I, that was the analogy I used to use in college. Like when I was trying to get people to understand why I wanted to have a clothing line and why I was going to mm-hmm. own a sneaker store. I was like, man, I was like, these things are limited in the sense of like a lot of people want them and there ain't enough for everybody. I was like, most people are never going to own a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, bro. And that's the only reason you want that thing. I was like, yeah, it's, it looks great. But they the look exclusivity. Great. It's it's that it's exactly it's like i i used to always joke and it's like it's a thing if you really think about it like imagine if honda made a car that was low wide and long like like a supercar Mm -hmm. which they did they made the nsx right yeah Mm. but like imagine i mean imagine if they really wanted to fuck the market up and they're like look we're gonna put out our big low wide car all in all electric turbocharged it's forty two thousand dollars fully loaded yeah Boy, there'd be a lot of people who you see overstretching themselves for them cars they can't afford. Oh. All of a sudden, they'd be like, "Ah, oh, but man, this Honda really nice." <laughs> like, like I'm not compensating. I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. rationalizing oh, it. No, on, it's really the one I want. Yeah, like you dude, know, if you love it, I love it. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, and that's how I felt about sneakers. It's like you know, you'd walk around in 2008, might be in New Orleans. Like, like for example, mm-hmm. when I first met Wayne and all these guys, All Star Weekend in 2008, it's like. There were people who were still dressed like it was 2005, and then there were people who weren't. And it's like, that's how you kind of know where you fell in. Like, mm-hmm. oh, these guys' style is a little different than mine, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, if you had, like, these these indicators to your style, it'd be like, okay, you're really into that. Like, man, if you had the nerd dunks on, like, yeah. you'd be like, damn, okay. Like you really like you really into sneakers. Yeah. You didn't accidentally find those. No, yeah. You didn't come up on those at Ross, you know. Yeah, back, yeah. Man, back in the day, my favorite thing to do when I was a kid watching like our high school play basketball, I used to love to see who on the other team would have the Jordans because he's probably mm. the best. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes that was true, and sometimes it wasn't. But a yeah. lot of times, it was, like just like as a kid, you used to always be like when I was a kid, like playing basketball like against teams you didn't know it's like all right who got number 23 on because he yeah, probably yeah. think he the one yeah he, yeah that's true and then then you got to age it's like who got number one like penny who got 32 like like yeah, these yeah. are the dudes who think they don't like you know it's just always like as a kid it used to blow my mind when somebody didn't have like a shitty number like 11 or like 12 <laughs> and he's just really good like what's wrong with you what's wrong <laughs> like, don't you look up to anyone like like man they take that tell that dude in the bitch to take that 23 <laughs> i'll give it to you put it on him yeah, yeah. fucking fucking with my mind <laughs> Like, man, that's, like, the first time when, like, I realized that, like, when I got that in New Orleans, man, it's, like, guys in New Orleans, like, New Orleans has one of the best sneaker cultures I've ever seen in 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 in, in life, period, because, like, these dudes are going to wear Jordans till it's, till, till, till the, till the end, bro. Till they don't make them like, 20 years later. Like, all these other places where retro Jordans sat on the shelves and, and like Jordans don't sell out don't still like today, like people probably make jokes. Like there's probably major cities where Jordans don't sell out in day of shit. Not here, bro. Not nah, here. Yeah. No. no. Uh, as long as, as long as, as, uh, as Dicky fits and stuff, are, uh, you know, like, and camo is <laughs> like, yeah. going to be strong. Yeah. yeah Jordans, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Sneakers. Mm. It's been a, it's, I guess you could say, like, who'd have thought that it would have taken me all these places, but I did. I yeah. thought that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I thought that. <laughs> Do you have anything else major you want to hit on? I mean, we can keep going. We if you talk want. about whatever, bro. Like like I said, like, I, I cut shit out for you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to know why the brand is called Like Sushi. Oh, yeah. Oh, why is the brand called Like Sushi? Um, For one, it's because it sounds fucking cool. That's the first one. It sounds it sounds really, really fucking cool if uh if 
we're like, you know, if we're looking at cool as somewhat objective, it just flows off the tongue. I told you guys about BSBCBU. It's a lot easier to say than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, and this is kind of one of those things that's like you, you know, like I guess, you, you know, you know, my parents named me Cody, right? It's not my given name. I was given a name in Korea, but my parents here, they named me Cody. My father named me after uh, Buffalo Bill Cody, who was a cowboy in the Wild West. Mm-hmm. That's what Cody Wyoming's named after, right? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Um, I found that out recently. The more you know. So I guess maybe I'm named after Cody Wyoming as well, since I'm named after the guy Cody Wyoming's named yeah, after, yeah. right? Um, very first pictures you ever saw of me in my life, some of them are me in cowboy boots, right? Cowboy hat. Like, I wanted to be a cowboy as a kid. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, I feel like there's still a lot of cowboy in me in the fact of, like, I want to go, I want to wander into the wild. I'm going to do what I want on my own speed, on my own time. And I ain't afraid to get up on that bucking bronco neither. Like, and that's just who I am. So it's like whether my father knew that or whether that's just who I was and the universe lined us up that way, you know, that's why my name is, you know, my name. So with as time as we grew with like sushi, when I think about the word, because it's one word, not two, it's like sushi. That's our word. It's not like sushi. It's like sushi. There was no better way to describe who Wayne and I were and what we were trying to get you to understand. Like, for example, sushi is an art form in Japan. They don't eat it with chopsticks and people dedicate their whole lives to that. But meanwhile, here in America, it's just some shit for people to be cute with. It's at a gas station. You know, and it's like, damn, ain't that some shit? Ain't that some American shit? Just like sushi, you know, just Mm. like, and it's like, I realized that it was just, again, it's like the stars like lining up, you know, um, and then a big part of it for me is, and I'm probably guilty of it in this hour and a half we've been talking, is that people don't know how to, people don't know how to slow down and formulate their speech anymore or really say what they mean. And instead it's all about like, you know, like, uh, uh, like, like the average American probably says like a bajillion times Mm -hmm. a day. So, you know. Like oh yeah, that, like that uh, bird over there, or you know, yeah. like like you know, be fl- be be uh be like water. Favorite quote from Bruce Lee, you know, be be formless, be like water, mm. you know, or you know, be a little bit crazy, be like sushi, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. it just it flows, man. It yeah. made a bunch of sense. It doesn't have any. It doesn't have any ties to like Asian heritage, other than that I am Asian, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not Japanese, so it's not that. Uh, mm-hmm. That that always kind of throws Asian people. I meet Asian people a lot, and I have like my hoodie on to be like, oh, "Like sushi? Uh, are you Japanese?" No, <laughs> <laughs> no. From, I'm Korean from the deepest, deepest bayous of Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> a little blend. I didn't like sushi the first time I ate it. I ate it in college. I was like, "Man, why do people eat this shit? It's terrible." <laughs> now I could eat it all day long, all yeah. day, every day. Um, but I think that we, as a brand and as people are oftentimes misjudged and misunderstood very much like sushi. Mm. God damn. That's a damn good answer. Ooh. I could do that for your brand too if you want. <laughs> yeah, real. I'm available for consulting <laughs> well, I'll say, services. How much for a tagline. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Damn. Right, That's yeah. what I was saying, but just like uh, the, this whole thing, uh, you know, especially with, you know, getting down and being able to have that conversation of like what was the creation how elegantly you just said of the the what nobody really takes the time to think about a, a brand name you know what i mean like very little are you thinking about the brand name or you just this is what it's called that's what it's called you know and you don't really think about it but like being able to sit down and have the conversation of like no there is some thought into it this is the explanation of like why the brand is called this way this is the this is also how we move forward with things like that is the mindset of the business as well I feel like I get that. Like I said, I've only met you very, very few times, but the times that I do interact with you, everything like that, it feels that way. Same thing, meeting Wayne today, you know what I mean? Like it, the energy that y'all have is exactly in that name and hearing that the way you explain it, things like that is just the the way y'all present yourselves. And it, it is one of those things, how it feels like the brand and, th- and everything that that you've done so far is changing essentially of like, Hey, we're going to go and we're going to do this new thing. We're going to take a different spin on something like 
it doesn't have to be this exact same way for forever. How boring is that going to be if we just keep seeing the same thing, keep doing the same thing? Like, why can't we deviate? Why can't we put our own little, you know, juju on it? And it's just, I was say, that's why I was so excited to be able to sit down with you because it just feels like kind of how you said, you know, you get in your name, maybe there was something there, you know, who it was like when Ryan was like, yo, we finally get to sit down with Cody. I was like, I know this is going to be great because the first time I met you just kicking it in your shop, I was like, this dude has got a shit ton to talk about. Like just so (laughs) much of experience and, and, you know, uh, and similar story. Like I said, when when we went to union, and we were holding those Yeezys and you just letting two random ass dudes walk into your shop. Having the conversation with you was great. We literally still to this day talk about the high of buying hype shoes in your store at the same time. So I was able to buy these. Oh, yeah, that's true. At you, I remember. Which is what I was talking with Wayne with, with. Just speaks again to just kind of the mindset and the person that you are. One, these are sitting on, you know, pretty good pair of shoes. You know, not the most hype, but you know, I, I to me, I was very excited to finally see because when Man. I got to see Jordan in these, because I remember seeing Jordan in these and being like, "This is amazing," you know what I mean? And being like, "Hey, man, like, could I try this on?" And you just being like, "Yeah," and you just went in the back, grab some cardboard, just stand on that, and just like the fact that you were just like, maybe he buys it, maybe he doesn't, but let me put it my feet in them. I was like, this dude is just, you just operate on a different kind of level type thing. But we literally to this day are just like, we reminisce of that one time in union. We're like, man, you remember when we both copped and how great it was? I got to tell you two stories about that day. So like, okay, the Yeezy story. So I don't know if you remember this and maybe I'm telling you a story about you. <laughs> we, you grab the Yeezy 2, the Zen Grey down from the shelf. We're looking at it. Of course, a little bit. Into, we know we're not going to buy it. We don't want to mess it up. Me, fearful to the point, I'm like, I'm not touching it. Like, I'll just sit there and look at it. I don't know if you remember this. It made me laugh. It's on the counter. Tanner wants to rotate it, but he doesn't want to touch it. Elbow. He elbow, like, starts Ugh. scooting the shoe. Oh. And I just remember you with, like, just the most flat voice going, you can touch it. Like, it's, <laughs> you were like, it's a shoe. You can touch it. So I remember that. And then, I mean, I don't know if I ever told you this. I, you know, like, growing up, I always just had like a debit card. I've never been great with financial literacy. I'm learning that recently. So I only got my first credit card a couple years ago. We're probably telling them too much here. Maybe too much. <laughs> maybe, maybe everyone's learning too much. First purchase I ever put on my credit card, $500 at Union Street Shop. And it was that day. And I, I had of it. I walked out with the shoes. And I remember thinking to myself, this is why I didn't want a credit card. Like, <laughs> and what we, a still dang- make it. we still didn't make it, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I did love that. I mean, like, because I mean, you know, we we very much had a thing where, like, I could see you post a pair of shoes. It was really cool to be able to hit you up, figure out a price and Venmo you, and be like, okay, cool, just put them to the side. I'll come, I'll be in New Orleans a couple of weeks from now. The Joe Fresh Goods thing, like, I remember, I think y'all's business hours, quote unquote, was until six. I remember getting off of work at five, driving straight there, getting there, and be like, oh no, we're out of t shirts. And, like, I walked out, I was down the block. You came and chased me down. You're like, hey man, hit me back up. Like, we're going to print more t shirts. We'll have more of these. So it's like, Stories like that, I think, is just kind of like what made us so excited to sit down with you and talk to you about all of it. Man, I appreciate that. I really yeah. do. Uh, it, Admittedly, man, it's nice to hear that stuff. I'm not going to lie. Um, because, like, you talked about, like, we talked about a little bit like regret, like, with the shoot. And I was all like, man, if you would have told me that I would be right here in this moment where I'm at right now. 10 years ago, I could have believed you, but if you'd have told me what I had to do to get here, I'd be like, nah, mm-hmm. no way. There's no way it gets that bad and then gets that good, then gets that bad and then gets that good. There's no way, bro. I'm not going to let it. I'm no way I'm going to let, there's no way I'm going to let myself get, but it's just like sometimes, man, the universe, we talk about the universe a lot, man. You try and change your stars, you try and mm-hmm. push the universe, the universe is going to push back. The universe mm-hmm. don't like when, like, you know, the universe likes when things go the way they want it to go. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you if you if you don't if you're ready to change that trajectory, man, be prepared to face some some you know some some pushback. Yeah. Uh so like in January and February when I'm driving Uber, you know, uh I'm thinking to myself, like, man, I just had two I just had my own stores. Mm-hmm. Like I had two of my own stores, like I'm it's midnight and I'm driving around, like driving strangers around. So I can pay my bills and uh, 
then coronavirus happens, and I'm like, fuck, I ain't got no leases. <laughs> hey, University of I look at my fiance. She was my fiance at the time. I'm like, it's like May 2nd or something. I'm like, oh. she's like, what? I was like, yesterday would have been the second month in a row when I had to pay two leases on some spaces that the state don't let me go in yeah, exactly. and don't let me make a dollar. Yeah. I was like, and not to mention my business was taking dirty clothes and dirty shoes from people. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like, I thought the Lord, I thought the Lord had cursed me. You were Hello, sad for I two know. months, but then happy for 12. You know? yeah. Bless you, young man. <laughs> Here's a carefree year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, obviously, like you said, like even, even knowing, I mean, like, the space that you're in now, what you're moving, you know, the, the way that you operate now. So like it ended up becoming, you know what I mean? Like, like if you wouldn't have closed those two spaces, would you be, you know what I mean? Would you have held on to that? And I think that here in union closing was like, damn, that sucks. Like, I love that place. Like that was great, you know, but then it again, just speaks to you of just being like, I'm gonna move on from this because I know that, I can do this. There's going to be some time where it might not, you know, it might be, it might be tight, but I can move on from here to make it better. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it always seems, and just with you talking about just like the history and things like that of like how you've been in it, it seems like you have also been one of those people who kind of like how you mentioned people were dressing in 2005, like they were in 2008, but then there was people that knew something new was coming. It seems like you were that person of like, I know in two to three years, something's going to change. It's not going to be like this. Why not just say, I'm a fin- I'm just going to end it now to get ready for that. I'm going to be ahead of the game. So when three years comes, I'm already in it. I'm already ready for it. You know what I mean? Rather than trying to hold on to what is successful now. And it, but again, like I said, it just, it just seems like you just seem like that type of person that just know, that can see that trend and say, Fuck it. I'm not going to just start when it happens. I'm just going to make it happen now. Yeah. Well, crazy enough, man. Um, the union, like, union was easy to let go because it was always a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Union was just the boat. It was just the boat to get to to the, uh, the country of, like, sushi again. That's all mm-hmm. it was. Just happened to be good at it. Just happened to be successful. I just happened to spend so much time in retail that I was done with people coming in stores that I worked at, feeling like they were dealing with a dickhead, feeling like yeah. they were shopping for stuff that they couldn't afford. That's almost like we were teasing them with it. And it's like, nah, fuck that. I want you to come in my store and think like, man, who the fuck are these dudes? Like, yeah, this, yeah. Like, like, you know what's crazy, man? In, in three years, we had one incident of shoplifting and the dude brought the stuff back because we knew the person he was with and we're like, yo, man, that ain't cool. You ain't got to do that. And they brought the shit back. We only had one break in and, and, and that shit got resolved, uh, because people are silly, but like, man, we got tons of love at union. I, mm-hmm. to this day, people are like, man, when you reopening union, <laughs> that's we, me you need texting a, you everywhere. You need to reopen union. Um, and it's like, bro, if I look, I tell you the truth. If I had some dudes I could trust, I probably would. If I had some people, yeah. <coughs> and I know I'm bringing, <laughs> get a million DMs now, but that business, like, I'll say this, you're right. I do try and stay ahead, but like, that was one of the most sustainable, and that was me and Wayne's word. It was one of the most sustainable businesses ever because the truth of the matter is, uh, textiles, clothing, and shoes. There's too many of them on the planet. Mm. There's an abundance of it. Like, uh, if we're going to get serious for a split second, that day's coming when that sneaker bubble's going to burst, man. Mm. All these middle-class kids, all these kids with mommy and daddy's money. I mean, literally, mom's credit card. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, Wayne was at, Wayne and I were talking about NFTs yesterday, man. Like, I watched trading cards fall through the floor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, now like a Zion D- Diamond Elite card mm-hmm. is worth a million. And it's like, as I told him, I'm like, how can anything related to Zion be worth more than a Michael Jordan rookie? I'm like, let's just, let's just do the simple math on how many mint condition Michael Jordan rookies there could possibly be in existence right. 40 years later, right? Yeah. As compared to a Zion card they printed in the last 12 months. Just you know, supply and demand, you would think. Yeah. Nah, I just think that I just think that the powers that be are pushing that narrative yep. right now. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it's it's a thing. 
get a couple people to pay that money and then all of a sudden then the whole world says oh well then now that's the new it. shit yeah and yeah. that's how much it costs yeah you know what so I mean? no nah, man like in, in in closing with union i just wanted it to be i wanted it to be the place that you guys like the way you guys remember it yeah when it was when it was open and when it closed, that's all I wanted it to be. I didn't want it to be a place where people felt like they got ripped off or they yeah. felt like we were price gouging or they felt like we were like, hurry up and buy, hurry up and buy. I really wanted it to be that place that like, if it didn't last, that it was like, damn, that was a good time. A it day, was. It you know, that's, exactly, that's exactly yeah, how yeah. I remember it. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Cute. Man. Wipe with a little tear. I was going to say, I feel like that's probably a good place to, to end this thing on such a good happy note like mm-hmm. that. So, oh, yeah. man, can't thank you enough for doing oh, that. Oh, no, man, it's been a pleasure, man. I could have yeah. talked to you. I, like, I watched Justice League in two sittings. I could have talked to you guys for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what you, oh, look, I'm going to ask you guys some questions. What's your favorite sneaker? Favorite sneaker? Man. Now I got to think. Now I got to come back to that one. So I have. Well, I know. Uh, you have your mind? My, my oh, favorite. You know yours? Yeah. Oh, go ahead then. Let me think on it. The band. Bread ones, the actual band ones. Yeah, with the X on it, with, with, with the X on the back. Yeah, the what was that? Two thousand eleven. Yeah, we ran it up. Those. Yeah, we ran it up. Everybody, everybody at Refresh had them. Yeah, those, those. And you know how I knew? Because I was like, "Yo, fellas, Nike talk. <laughs> Nike Outlet's gonna have them tomorrow." Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I hate those. What? Oh, <laughs> part two coming at you the, soon. The, Just the two of y'all duking it out. No, 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 no. The, the cut wasn't right. Mm. That's another thing about Air Jordan ones. I'm real picky about the cut. Well, mm. they ain't the most comfy. No, uh, so that true. I mean, I'm a real big sucker for local and storytelling. So, like crawfish dunks, beignets, humidity trumpets, probably all up there for me, just because I love local shops. Man, everything like hard. that. I fuck exactly. with how you, like, yeah, so, there you go. All that. If you want to go like something recent though, Nike ACG just recently put out uh, called the Mountain Fly Gore Tex, just super utilitarian waterproof shoe. I've been fucking with that lately, but lo- local collabs. I mean, you saw the stickers we sent you. Like, yeah, it's just a bunch Who of fanboy. Uh, our friend Vanessa, who's an artist. So shout Tanner, out Vanessa. Yeah, shout out yes. Vanessa. Yes, unbelievable. Tanner and I came up with the idea. She did the execution, and they came out better than we could have imagined. Tight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, man. That's good. That's, awesome. I mean, my favorite, my my favorite shoe yeah. is all time. Uh, all time, all time, all time, all time, all time. That's favorite. Favorite or like, so what do we mean by favorite? We mean favorite, like, here's like, what's interesting. I had this conversation with someone at work the other day. Cause it's like, we're talking like, la- like, you get this one, it's all you get to wear. That's what they oh. said. So someone said, some, we were talking about candy for some dumb reason. They were like, what's your favorite candy? And then they went desert island candy. And I was like, wouldn't your favorite candy by just definition be your desert? Like, it's your not. favorite. What's your favorite? I don't want you a know? Reese's in the sun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, like, Favorite, you appreciate the Jordan 1 band a lot. But yeah. yeah, I guess if I flip it on like, and you had to wear it every day, you'd be like, I like Ultra Boost now. You know, you'd be like, give me a slipper. Yeah. Ooh, man, if it's like favorite all time, you get one shoe for the rest of your life. Oh, it's different now. Mm. It's cool. You have two answers, like favorite all time and like. No, nah, I can just tell you just, all the shoes that I think are like, like I just run them off the top of my head. Like, listen. uh. Uh, 750 boost. Yeah. Yes. Fear of God one. I was just saying, I know you're. I know you're big on the fear of God. Fear one. God one. 750 yeah. boost. Fear of God shoot around. Nike Air Jordan one. Nike Air Jordan eleven. Uh, Adidas Ultra Boost. Mm-hmm. Nike Air Max ninety infrared. Yeah. Ooh. Did you get the the retro they did last year? No, I don't. I I, I went on this. Uh, I'm. I went on this tirade for about two years. I was like, I'm not wearing outdated technology. This is stupid. <laughs> like, what? Like, you don't see me walking around here with Windows 95. Why am I wearing some old ass motherfucking shoes? I'm not taking up my Nokia phone and to get all realized, the sneakers out. And then I realized style is kind of forever. And I kind of yeah. like, so I got like some Vomeros and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, like I think I think favorite shoe is hard, and I think that's how we all end up with like 50 pairs of shoes in our closet. Yeah, that is exactly how we do it. But, uh, like you know, the classics are the classics. I uh. I look, I really like these. What I got on right now, I got these Adidas Human Made Campus. Mm-hmm. These are awesome. Like, I, uh, I really, I've worn a lot of, uh, like, Adidas classic styles over the last couple of years. And what I realized, I hate shell toes, so I don't like the toe. But yeah. the Campus and the Gazelle for my foot, yeah. I love them a lot. Uh, and I wanted to point this out. Look, I need people, like, I just named my favorite shoes. Most of them were, like, Air Yeezy 1, yeah. uh, Black Yeezy 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I like all you know. So like, I got Nike socks on right now. Like I don't hate Nike. They don't 
pay me enough to not wear these Adidas shoes with them socks. Yeah, yeah. You know, neither that. company's paying me enough to not cross brand. <laughs> so let, me, let me tell you what, you're a man after my heart because you're not afraid to wear Adidas shoes with Nike socks. Now, look, I ain't going to wear no Adidas sweatsuit with no Nike shoes. Like, we're not going to go there. Okay, so there's a line. Oh, see, no. Socks, for me, I think, are a fair game. Uh, see, me, I'm not, I'm not, Adidas I'm not track afraid pants to Nike shake, shake yeah. teeth. <laughs> yeah. I'll wear the Adidas sweater yeah. with the Air Maxes. Yeah. Cool. But thank you guys for having me. Of course. Uh, thank uh, you so it was much a pleasure. Uh, I'm going to send you guys with some rum. So oh, to take home, okay. you could be some of the only guys in Baton Rouge. This is actually from Lafayette. Okay. We, this is a Wildcat Brothers. We uh we distill all the rum out in Lafayette. Mm -hmm. So shout out to them. Um, and let me just do a quick run of shout outs. You guys said I could do Please. that. Please. Yeah, go ahead. I Camera wanna, over there is the one you want to look at. I want to shout out Cy Parker, Cy James, Cy James Parker. Uh, Cy, thank you. Cy gave me my first job. He really got me started in all this. I want to shout out uh, Ronnie from Ruckus, who's been a great mentor to pretty much everybody I know in the business uh, over the last couple years shout out to uh phil over at humidity uh mm -hmm. for showing us uh, like sushi a bunch of love over the years shout out to derek at politics for the same thing uh always really holding me down no questions asked shout out to john and patrick and rome over at foster also like we've done a number of pop-ups with them those dudes are doing some really cool things i think too i think they don't get enough credit mm -hmm. at all um Shout out to uh, Brennan Rab. Uh, shout out to all of my friends in New Orleans. The last ten years, like really made home home. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I'm I'm forever grateful to the city of New Orleans and the city of Baton Rouge. I love yeah. Baton Rouge. I got so much love for Baton Rouge. And uh, shout out to the New Orleans Boxing Club, mm. the number one place in New Orleans to be. My favorite spot in New Orleans. Uh, 2831 in North Conti. There you go. And uh, shout out to my homegirl, Macy Chasson, who's fighting on the UFC card tonight. Uh, hope she gets that dub. Mm -hmm. Awesome, man. Yeah. And cool. shout out to the State of the Union podcast there for having go. me. This has been the, uh, this, I've been on a couple of podcasts. This has been the best one. Awesome. Oh, Thank you, man. That. Appreciate yeah. that. So yeah. thanks everyone out there for listening to another episode of State of the Union. You can catch us on Instagram at Shoe Podcast and online at shoepodcast.com. We'll be back next week with another one. Peace. Yeah.